welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged, by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name happens to be Ree. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> we did take a week off. We had a good reason. Time. We had a good reason. We had a good reason. We had a little meeting and we thought, seeing as the only day last week that we could have recorded was Stranger Things Day. Yeah, and seeing as... Um, it's kind of uh, the the podcast's favorite TV show, at least right <laughs> at the now. Moment, at yes, the moment, definitely. yes. <laughs> we were like, look, yeah, there's no way that we can record and then watch Stranger Things because that shit is like four hours, and mm-hmm. no. And also, the fact that it would have been happening as we were recording, I don't think either of us, yeah, would have been able to get our minds off the fact that it's happening and we're missing it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. But um it was uh yeah, it was a good night. Uh we uh we live texted each other mm-hmm. while watching it. Um I'm I don't really want to talk about it just yet because I don't want to spoil yes. it for anyone that hasn't had the chance to watch it yet. Um No spoilers here. Needless to say, there was a lot of emotions. A lot of emotions going on. There was much all caps messaging between the two of us. So much all capsing. Just a shit ton of all capsing. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was good. It was nice to uh, watch it uh, with with you. Uh, even if we couldn't, yeah. even if we couldn't physically watch it together, we still kind of got to watch it together. Uh, we we managed to we managed to sync up uh, pretty well. Like I think maybe for the first bit there was a bit of a delay. Yeah, I started before you. Maybe like then... yeah, I think maybe like thirty seconds to a minute. So it wasn't that bad. And yeah. then second episode, we're like bang on at the same time. Um, and you know that was the big one. So yeah, I paused to go to the toilet, and yeah. all the family had to go to the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I wouldn't let them. No, not no. Like I wouldn't let We're them. We're not pausing stop in the middle. <laughs> We're not pausing it in the middle, guys. Come on, get your shit together. Get your shit together. I was like, right, you've got two minutes, mm-hmm. everyone. Go mm-hmm. to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Come back. We're pressing play. We're taking this shit old school. We're pretending that it's not a streaming service. We're yep. pretending that if you leave, you miss out. So yep. everyone is sitting down. And we are watching well, it. Well, that's the thing. You and I are both very chronically online people, and I think if we hadn't watched it right as it came out. Absolutely. I don't know about you, but there is no way that I can stay off Twitter. There's no way I can stay off oh, no. Instagram and TikTok uh, long enough unless I unless I had watched it all the way through first. Like, it would have fucked me up. <laughs> it's very lucky yeah. because pretty much as soon as anything happened, people were making memes about it. Literally and the second. Pe- li- yeah. I am so glad that we both watched it 5.0. 3, I think, yeah, we got on I think, and started I think watching. I got on at like 5.05 because I had work until 5 and the whole rule with my job is if there are still calls in the call queue at 5pm, people have to stay back until they're all gone. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, come on, guys! Fucking... Don't these people understand what day it is? It's Stranger Things Day! But yes, we watched it. There were there was uh, many, many smiles, many tears, much yelling. Um, yep. The one thing I will spoil uh, is... Um, because I, we, we have talked about this previously, the guitar scene, I will spoil yes. that. It was fucking incredible. And I, I, I guessed what song he was going to play and I knew it. And the second that that first chord came through, uh, I'm pretty sure the whole mm-hmm. neighborhood could hear how loud I was yelling and just like thump. I was like jumping around on my bed, um, like rolling around screaming. Uh, I was so, so happy. So pleased. Uh, 
that, yeah, it, it, it almost, almost made up for some of the sadder moments in the episode. Almost. I knew that we would mention the song because we discussed it so extensively. Mm. We had to let everyone know that we were right about we it. We were right. We were right. He played Master of Puppets. He played Master of Puppets. And look, Master of Puppets, yeah. And he played Master of Puppets. Yeah, no, Joseph the, Quinn. The, the, Joseph Quinn, he played it. He play, I think he had, um, he said, I think it was like 95% him and he had a little bit of help on um, the solo for the close-ups because mm-hmm. he was like, I couldn't quite get the solo. So they did close-ups of, um, he had a guitar double who happens to be um, a fucking, uh, I can't pronounce his name, but Tru- Trujillo? Tru- Tru- Rob Trujillo. That guy, the guy from Metallica, his son. His son did it, which is, I think is fucking cool as. like. That Do you is remember when Rob joined Metallica? Because I remember I, it so I think so. I think so. Vividly. Again, I'm a little bit younger than you, so sometimes you remember things a bit better than me because I might have been a bebe when it happened. He got so much hate when he joined. People picked on him because of his little I, I um, think, crab walk that he does across the stage. I think he, I think he has more than earned it. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, but yes, I was, I was fucking, yeah, I was so happy. I was so fucking happy because, uh, Master of Puppets is one of, if not my favorite Metallica song and Metallica is one of my favorite bands. We have Mm -hmm. discussed this before. I know they're basic bitch metal, shut up, but I grew up with them. Um, the thing is people can say that about so many bands that are popular, but they're popular for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Shit's good. Shit is good. Do you remember when I won the St. Anger signed mounted poster from Triple M? Yes, I do. That was like the best day of my life. Oh my God. Yes, I, I do. won. I was very jealous. Very signed album. Jealous. I think I may still have in my cupboard. Yeah. I had the signed St. Anger album mm-hmm. and I had the signed framed mounted St. Anger poster. That's so fucking sick. I wish I still had that, but Gabby sold it when I moved out. Wow. Bitch. If I didn't hate her already, that would be like, (laughs) fuck all the other awful things she's done. I'm mad at her for that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But fuck that. Even if I didn't want to bring it with me or I didn't want it anymore, I would have said, give it to Re. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm the one person that you would have been like, look, please entrust this prized possession to my best friend who will appreciate it. As much as I do, but and no, I don't even know how much no. she sold it for. But probably so not good. enough. I was so happy that when I won that, yeah. And also, St. Anger gets a fucking hell of a bad rap, and I no, agree that Anger the slaps. I agree that the drumming is a bit tinny, and oh, yeah. you can hear that. But I really yeah. enjoy that album. I really like it. Look, it's. I think it's a good album. I think it's a good album. Um, my favorite album. I mentioned this before is Ride the Lightning, but Master of Puppets as an album is a very close second for me. Uh, but Master of Puppets, the song is like my number yeah. one Metallica song. So yeah, I was losing my mind. Um, so fucking happy. Um, yeah, it was so, really and he, good. He killed it. It was an epic scene. Um, like just look it up on YouTube. It was a, it, it won't mm-hmm. spoil too much. I think um, go watch it. Cause Joseph Quinn actually fucking shredded that shit. And look, if I wasn't in love with him already, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, boys that can play guitar. Yes. <laughs> no I am comment. a cliche. I'm a gigantic cliche. I'm just a huge fucking 
cliche at the end of the day. We know what I like and re-liking boys that can play guitar. No one is surprised by that. I am currently staring at six guitars because <laughs> Michael plays guitar. Yeah. But yeah. I was always... You, a, you got one. You I got did, one. But I, the thing is, I was always a bass player fan. I preferred the bass player. My last boyfriend that could play an instrument was a bass player. I love that for us. <laughs> I have dated guitarist and married mm-hmm. a guitarist and mm-hmm. dated a drummer. Mm-hmm. Two drummers. Oh my god. Yeah. <coughs> Three drummers. <laughs> oh my. You say you like bass players. I don't know, Jace. I think your type might be the drum boys. No, no, um, no. My type is bass players. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've just never had the You just get stuck of... with the drummers. Yeah. <laughs> Not the drummers are a bad thing. There are many drummers that I love. Mm-hmm. I name can't name, name. One. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, Ethan from Munaskin. He's very good and also very sexy. Um, the little drummer boy from that Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Roderick from the Diary of a Wimpy <laughs> But only only one played by Devin Bostick because damn that boy is fine. Um, uh, I used to date I used to date a drummer. Um, uh, a good uh, yeah my my ex partner that lives in uh, Adelaide he's he's a multi instrumentalist he can play drums guitar bass and keyboards and during our relationship he I think he was in something like four or five bands and in each of those bands he played a different <laughs> instrument <laughs> it's just like it's just like oh <laughs> I got myself a whole band right here just in one man I remember going to. Home bake and seeing, I think it might have been the Arcade Fire playing. Oh yeah! And yeah. for every two songs, everyone switched instruments. Everyone in that band That's can play sick. like three instruments. I love that. I was like, I love what that. The fuck! I'm gonna I- Google hot drummers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and let's hot. score them out of ten if there's a oh, list. Oh, Taylor Hawkins from oh, Foo Fighters. May rest, he rest in, in peace. peace. May he rest <laughs> in peace. But yes, oh, he was. Mm, yep. Um, Meg White. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm a gigantic White Stripes fan. Again, I think I've we spoken have, about yeah. this, uh, but I'm a huge White Stripes fan and just Jack White fan in general. And yeah, I love Meg. Uh, Ringo Starr. I Not love hot, Ringo. but, but uh, we love, well, we love listen, Ringo around here. We love Ringo. That's a matter of opinion. And my opinion is that I've been in love with Ringo Starr since I was like 13 years old. I think we mentioned that I saw you him have. live and cried. Yes, yes, yeah. you, you did, you did. Um, oh, Joey, Joey Jordison from Slipknot again. Rest in peace. Um, I, I did cry the day that Joey Jordison passed away. The day again, the no Joey one, no one died. No one is surprised. It's like, what musician is Re gonna cry over? Oh, a member of Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, also, yeah. Um. Briefly, very briefly, I had like the mildest of mild crushes on uh, Bob Breyer in My Chemical Romance, uh, which I look back now on and I am very ashamed of myself, like extremely ashamed because fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. And he, he wasn't even the best drummer in My Chemical Romance. Like on, I think their first drummer was probably the best drummer, uh, but he also turned out to be a prick. They just have a habit of getting shitty drummers. I feel bad for them. Andy from Living End, he was quite cute. Oh, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And the drummer from Eskimo Joe. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, actually. Yeah, yeah, he was cute. Wonder how many anyway let's we could talk about welcome, which welcome drummers. to the podcast where we where we google shit <laughs> we could talk about which drummers we find attractive for an hour and a half genuinely and not get Probably. bored but i feel like the Probably. listeners would get bored i mean they know what they're in for at this point hey <laughs> unless this is the first episode that they're deciding to listen to speaking of first episodes jace uh-huh we have something to kind of talk about today um, that is a nice little callback to our first episode. I love a callback. Would you like to take the wheel on this one? Because I believe, I believe this is, it's your right to tell the people what we have discovered today. <laughs> well, today on the day of recording, the trailer for the movie Clerks 3 was released. Clerks 3! There's a third <laughs> one now! There's a third That's one. That's the tagline. There's a third one now. <laughs> You should do the you should do the marketing. Lionsgate, we I know should. you're listening. Kevin Smith, hire me. <laughs> and then I will introduce you to Jace and Jace will we probably can die. <laughs> You can compare jorts. You can compare jorts. Um, you can compare oily butt pills. Because I think he was on those for a while too, wasn't he? <laughs> but the difference is it was his fucking decision to be on them. Exactly. But yes, Clerks 3, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening and it is following the kind of loosely following the story of Kevin Smith's heart attack because I don't wow. know how much you know about Kevin Smith, but I for some reason know a lot. The for thing some is, reason? Well, the thing is for some I'm not, reason, Chase. <laughs> the thing is I'm not even that big of a Kevin Smith fan, but I know yeah. so much. <laughs> and I think He's through just the a podcast. <laughs> I think through the podcast, it's kind of become my thing, like a costume that I'm wearing yeah. almost. Yeah. <laughs> the Kevin Smith one. It's, it's the jorts and big mm. hockey jersey. I put that yeah. on and I'm like, that's it. It's Kevin time. Again, again we do this thing where we're like, uh, we talk about, you know, uh, famous or notable duos. And I think I did mention once I'm like, oh, well, I'm Jay and you're Silent Bob. Yes. Just, be- <laughs> just because you are Kevin Smith and I'm a <laughs> tall drug addict. <laughs> And me and Kevin Smith are both vegan, so that works. Hey, there we go. There we go. All right. So, yeah, you're the, you're the silent bob of the podcast and therefore the Kevin Smith aficionado. How about you mm. start working with Kevin Smith because you're so good at mm-hmm. the taglines. Clerks 3, there's mm-hmm. a third one. And mm-hmm. then you introduce me to Kevin Smith and then yeah. Kevin Smith introduces me to his daughter, Harley Quinn Smith, and then we become besties and hang out all the time. Yeah. That's just an idea. Just a little suggestion. And I, just fuck the, and I just fuck the shit out of Jason Mewes. <laughs> I don't know I that, would. I don't know that I his would. wife I'm would sorry. be happy with that, but you know what? Uh, she could join in. <laughs> <laughs> She's very beautiful. And look, yeah. I support this as long as everyone involved is consenting. As long as it's all consensual. I, I am love happy. A good, I love a good consensual threesome. Love a good consensual threesome. Well, in Clerks 3... Harley mm. Quinn's boyfriend Austin is in the movie as well. That's just a little in a little bit of extra information that nobody wanted to know. Austin who? Do I know is he an actor I would Zor? know? Zao? Zao? Nope, no Z-A-U-R. fucking clue who that is. Nope. Anyway. But anyway, that's cute. That's nice. He's getting his daughter's boyfriend a lot of work and I think that's lovely. 
They're like a big family. Good for you, Kev. Good for you, Big Kev. Big Kev. <laughs> no longer Big Kev. No longer Big Kev. Well, he's he's big in that he's influential. Yes. To a very exactly. select group of people. Influential like Kev. <laughs> influential Kev. <laughs> but yeah, Clark's 3 is coming out. Mm. It is mm-hmm. filmed. There is a trailer. There is no mm-hmm. going back on it now. Mm-hmm. Clerks 3 is a thing, and I'm going to see it. Now, now, what I need to know, Jace, is are you going to take some children to see it? I have started compiling my list of grade 9 students. Um, <laughs> In any other context, that would be... <laughs> A horrific thing to say. I feel like in this context, it's also horrific. I mean, it's still pretty horrific. Just not the kind of horrific you would think. Thankfully. (laughs) But But yeah, when you messaged me about this earlier today, uh, well, no, you didn't message, you posted it on your Instagram and you're like, yep, I'm going to get some grade nine students. I'm like, do I I count? I'm essentially a child. Well, we have discussed that that's that's the age that both our brains stopped at, so... I'm I'm a 14 year old boy. <laughs> like I I laugh at fart jokes. A we lot. know. <laughs> I think you sent me like six fart emojis today. So <laughs> I did. I just sent you a bunch. I sent you a bunch of fart emojis because that's how I show my love. Is I send you fart emojis. When I shared the poster last week mm. to yeah. my Instagram about mm-hmm. Clerks Three. Mm-hmm. I got no less than eight messages from listeners being like, are you going to take some kids? How many kids are you oh taking my this? God. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, listeners, I hope you're, I hope you're happy. Uh, this you're is getting for you. the content you wanted. This is for you. We're going to take some children to see Clerks 3. <laughs> if you're a grade nine student listening to this. <laughs> and you want to why would a grade nine student listen to us? Why would a grade nine student go see Clerks 3? <laughs> because you, you're taking them. That's why. That's why. <laughs> they have but no I'm, choice. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, do I need to have seen the other movies in the Clerks cinematic universe to go and see Clerks 3? It would help because... That's the thing. There is legit a Clerks cinematic universe. Yeah, I'm not there joking. Is. There is. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, it's called, what is it? The Viewersk Universe, isn't it? Yeah, Viewersk Universe. Aha, because I knew Viewersk a thing. Viewersk is thing. the company, mm-hmm. the production company. In it is yeah. the three now three Clerks movies, uh, More Rats, which is if you haven't seen it, go and see like see More Rats. That's my favorite. Uh, Chasing mm-hmm. Amy, and yeah, I Chasing Amy was in there. The Jay and Silent Bob movies as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Tusk is a part of like that universe, but I fucking hope not because I don't <laughs> want to have to. Again, I think we might have spoken about this. I don't want to yes. watch that movie. Yes. I've, I've seen the trailer. I've seen some pictures. I've seen some pictures of the of the end. I'm I'm okay with body horror. Okay, like I'm, you know, I I can kind of deal with a lot of body horror. Um, you know, again, like I I love the TV show Stranger Things. Um, you know, I can deal with body horror, but for some reason that specific body, I think because. It almost seems like something that could really happen. Like a lot of body horror in like horror movies is like over the top and like, uh, uh, you know, somewhat supernatural or it's just like over the top, like torture shit. Mm -hmm. The the Tusk stuff, like I can just viscerally see that happening to myself and I don't want it. I don't want it. Well, I don't think Tusk is a part of the universe. However, Justin Long is in Clerks 3. So Kevin's bringing people from all of his movies. Yay! Oh, I do and Vogue like is another Long. movie that's yeah. a viewers universe one. But you don't have to have seen 
the other two I don't think to like watch it. I don't want to watch Task. No, (laughs) not Task. Clerks 1 and 2. Oh, Oh, okay. But I would suggest (laughs) it if you were interested in going to see Clerks Clerks 3. I feel like I should. I feel like being on this podcast, I should go and see Clerks 3. I feel like it should be a podcast event. If anyone... (laughs) Imagine if we got a group together. Does anyone want to sponsor us going to see (laughs) Clerks 3? I don't think I can get up to you in time to go see it with you physically, but if anyone wants to sponsor us to go see Clerks 3, if anyone wants to go, if anyone wants to go with either of us to go see Clerks 3, let's do it. That, that's a thing we can do. That That's a podcast outing that we can do. Let's find go a showing Clerks that's at the same 3. time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we just, we have a big group chat. <laughs> Uh, Clerks 3, as I said, is following Kevin Smith's heart attack. Clerks yes. 1 was the first movie that Kevin Smith ever made, and it's entirely in yes. black and white. Black and white. Yeah. And so I th- in Clerks 3, Randall has a heart attack and is making mm. Clerks 1. Oh. So it's very much, you know, the timing is different for Kevin Smith's heart attack because mm. he only had his heart attack a few years ago. Yeah. But. In Clerks 3, Randall has a heart attack and is like, I've done nothing with my life. I'm going to make a movie and makes Clerks 1. Oh, okay. So so it's it's a bit of it's a bit of the Kevin Smith origin story, but also a bit of the Kevin Smith right now yeah, story. It's like a, yeah, like it's very that. meta. So I'm excited. Um, he's got lots of his friends in there and there's lots of little Easter eggs. Yeah, and, yeah I'm excited. It's going to be so bad, but like... <laughs> I know. I'm going to love it. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it because I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever actually watched a Kevin Smith movie. Like any of them. It's, I, <laughs> I feel like people that are coming in on Kevin Smith in 2022 uh. won't, won't enjoy it. I feel like a lot, <laughs> I'm not selling this, I know, but I feel like a lot You're of really the charm. Not. I feel like a lot of the charm is the nostalgia of it all and having right watched having watched it. that stuff like as a kid or a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz Clerks yeah. 1 was the 90s and mm. the rest of the yeah it's I feel like you need to have the nostalgia factor with it unless you just <laughs> really do genuinely like disgusting movies which you know if I you mean, do look, good. Look, we know who I am as a person. <laughs> My taste is all over the place. I make a lot of fart jokes. I make a lot of dick jokes. Um, I feel like there is a part of me that could vibe with that kind of humor. Um, but also, I'm a little baby. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, like, I, like, people, people try and tell me, you know, like, oh, Ree, you'd like this band or you'd like this movie or blah, 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 blah. Mm. And one, don't tell me to watch or listen to no. things because I won't do it. But two, um, then when I do... It is very, like, the, the reaction is really varied because it's it's mm-hmm. either, oh, shit, I love this, or why the fuck did you think I would like this? This yeah. is not for me at all. What the fuck? And, like, I know people are, you know, genuinely just going off what they know of me, but the problem is mm-hmm. I have a personality disorder. So, like, what I like isn't always consistent. <laughs> this is why I have such a hard time suggesting things to not just you to pretty much anyone Mm. especially because anything that I would suggest to someone is something that I love with my whole entire heart and if they don't like it then I would 
Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. Which it is would why very really much hate. upset me. I, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like recommending stuff to people. I really don't. Because, like, if I recommend something to someone and they don't like it, I'm going to take that personally. Because, oh, yeah. Again, personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And then I feel bad when people recommend me shit and I don't like it because it's just like, oh, well, I don't want them to take that personally, but I know that I sure as fuck would. So, ah. Uh, yeah. And not like, just. I don't know how to react in these situations. Me either. In any, like, literally any situation, I don't know how to act. I don't know how I'm supposed to act. I don't know yeah, how. Yeah, no, me too. Like, me too. it's fucked. But mm. I think on top of being worried about people being hurt by you not liking it, there's definitely mm. a layer of, like you said before, do I really put off the vibe that I would like this? Like, this is not yeah. my thing at all. And then it's kind yeah. of the whole, like, how do people perceive me? Do my friends yes. not oh, know God, me? Then... It yeah. starts a spiral. It throws, you, it throws you into a whole existential crisis. I'm just mm-hmm. like, wait, but people think I'm the kind of person that will... And it's not even necessarily like, oh, I hate this thing. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's not... I don't vibe with it. And it's like, do I put off the... Ah, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's really difficult to put into words, but I I genuinely get anxious about it. I get super fucking anxious about it. And then also, like, someone will be like, and I hate when people follow up and they're like, oh, did you, did you do the thing? And I, in usually, like, 80% of the time, I have to lie in some way. Mm -hmm. I have to lie and say I liked it, or I have to lie and say, oh, no, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, I mean, sometimes that is the truth, but even then, I hate saying that, even mm. if it is the truth, because I feel bad. So yeah, yeah this this is a rule. Don't don't recommend don't recommend me shit unless you are like a hundred a hundred fucking percent sure that I would like it, and you have very good scientific evidence to back that up. <laughs> or you're not entirely attached to the thing that you're recommending. Or you you're not entirely attached to it. Yeah, we don't yeah. like it. Like um recently I got into a um recently I got into a band called Ghost. Um people have probably seen me tweeting about that a little bit. I very yep. recently got into this band called Ghost. Um and I tweeted about it and I'm like, holy shit, why the fuck did it take me so long to get into this band? This is exactly my shit. I had like no less than I'm I think maybe like three or four people either message me or reply to that tweet being like, You didn't know Ghost? Mm. Re this is like 300% your vibe. And then I had a whole fucking spiral about it because it's like, ah, well then why wasn't I into it sooner? And yeah. And like just all of this bullshit. But it, this is one of the, this is one of the rare occasions where people were right. It is 300% my vibe. The, the, the whole point of the band ghost is like, what if there was an evil Pope? Um, there is. He's what, what if the there Pope. was, what if <laughs> I, you know what I mean? What if there, what if there was like a Pope, but for Satan, and he he loves to fuck, and sometimes there's a saxophone solo, and it's kind of metal, but it's not metal, and sometimes it just sounds like if uh, Scooby-Doo chase music was played on guitars, and yeah. Like, they have a concept EP <laughs> where the concept of the EP is it's them, but back in the 60s, and the front man is the dad of the current front man, and he loves to fuck, <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> That kind of chaos is exactly something that I think you would be into. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I again, I was going to be like, oh, I'll play you some at some point, but then you would feel pressured to like it. So, <laughs> And I probably would avoid it. I'd probably like, on, yeah. not on yeah. purpose, on pr- but the, yeah. the, 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 you know, I know. the PDA. I know. It, it, 
strong. <laughs> mm, yeah. Like no, I, I mentioned it. before, I my dad recommended to me when Million Dollar Baby first came out, he said, you've got to watch Million mm. Dollar Baby. And I went, uh, and then like every so often he was like, you've got to watch it. Have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? And I was like, I'm never watching yeah. this. I am never. Yeah. And to I this day, I haven't watched it. I can't do it. Like if, so, like if people are like that on me about it as well, that just, that just like takes my, any sort of yep. motivation to, to watch it or engage with it. It just takes it down mm-hmm. further notches, further notches to the point where like, um, I remember, um, and this is a band that I, I have never listened to and I probably will never listen to as a result of this. Um, when Greta Van Fleet started getting big, a mm. lot of people were like, re fucking listen to Greta. It's like Led Zeppelin. And like, I love Led Zeppelin, but like that, like the fact that I had so many people being like, have you listened to Greta Van Fleet yet? And I would be on TikTok and I would be getting content about this band that I did not know and did not listen to. And I'm like, it just made me hate them. I've yeah. never listened to them. And yet I hate them on the principle that so many people, including a fucking social media app, have been like, here, here's this thing. Yeah. This thing's for you. Take the thing. And I'm just like, no, get it away from me. I've said it before, but it's very, very lucky that you and I both came into Stranger Things on our own At before the same time, all the hype. Yeah. Like, and I'm not yeah. saying before yeah. all the hype, like, oh, we're so cool. We no, were, well, but well, like, yeah, but like, no, we did, we did both start watching it independently of yeah. each other. Like when it first started airing. Yep. Like I remember when that first season came out. I remember where I lived when that first season came out. I was in the house that I lived in before the Newtown house. Um, it was my first time out of home. Mm-hmm. So like the first season is extremely nostalgic for me. For like me as like a 22, 20, well, 23 year old re. Especially because, like, 23-year-old Re, that is, like, kind of the year that I look back on as being probably one of the best years of my life. And that is the year that I'm most nostalgic for is 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, I would give anything to go and be 2016 Re again. I'm slowly coming into my own. I'm, I'm starting to... I think my second favourite Re is probably 2022 Re, so that's good. But, yeah, like, 2016, where I was in my life, it's just, like, a very powerful time for me. And that was, like, that piece of media was was a big part of it um because it was like one of the first big kind of netflix originals that was like doing something like it wasn't just like a sitcom or something it was like doing something really cool and new and we both love the 80s so yeah and we both love the 80s we both love the 80s like so much so and i love 80s horror i love Mm -hmm. 80s sci-fi um 80s just all of it yeah. So it just came, it came at exactly the right time in my life to put its hooks into me and it has not let go since. And I'm really glad that that kind of happened for both of us because if not, I, this friendship would be very strained right now <laughs> this friendship because I can't be shut up about thing. it. Because yeah, like, um, yeah. <laughs> I think if we hadn't have come into it on our own without outside sources mm. being like, watch this, watch this, watch this, it's amazing, it's iconic, you've got to watch it. If we hadn't have gotten started watching it at that moment, I don't think either mm-hmm. of us would have. Probably not. Because there's Probably so much not. hype surrounding it that I would have been mm-hmm. like, nah, uh, 10 years after it finishes, I'll watch it. There's so much shit on YouTube, or not YouTube, Netflix, um, and like other streaming services that people are like, watch this, watch this, watch this. Like even like some of the earlier like Netflix originals, and I still haven't watched them. Yeah. And I'm not going to. Shit, like we, we've spoken about um, Squid Game. I'm mm-hmm. probably never going to watch Squid Game. Me either. I, I don't care about it. I don't really care at all. Um, another one that uh, people have been trying to push on me a lot lately is, uh, have you heard of the TV show The Boys? Yeah, I started watching The Boys when it first yeah. happened. So I'm, I've, I'm watching the newest season now. Mm. If people had mm. been telling me to watch it, I wouldn't have watched it. 
Yeah. But I am watching exactly. it because I, like, I do like it. No, and like that's fair. But like I think if I ever do watch it, it's not going to be for a while. And yeah, just like I, I, I can't do it. Can I again, tell you? I keep having I keep having shit pop up on TikTok and I'm like, why are you recommending this to me? I don't watch this show. I am not going to recommend you watch The Boys, but I do want to tell you mm-hmm. about one of the opening scenes of the new season. I need to describe it to you. Okay. Okay. So t- tell me about this this scene. Okay. So uh, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, God. There's this soup. They call them soups. They're yeah. like superheroes, but they just, they're yeah. not really heroes. They've just got powers. Yeah. yeah There's yeah. this guy who can shrink himself down kind of like Ant-Man can. But he doesn't need like a suit. He just shrinks himself down really, really small. Oh, I'm scared. Do you know what I'm gonna say? I, I, okay. Uh, so I'm I'm worried. I have a feeling about what kind of thing you're gonna say. At any time someone is like, oh, they can shrink down, I'm like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. But yes, go on, go on, go okay. on. Yep. Okay. Go. I'm gonna do a little warning for body horror here. If Ooh, you don't body like horror, it, then yay. just skip forward a little bit. <laughs> so this guy can shrink himself down like teeny tiny like really 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 yeah. small and he is in a relationship a sexual relationship with this other guy so they do a whole bunch of blow and like they're <laughs> yeah poor go, on, Ree. go on Ree has absolutely no lips right now because they're pursing them so hard I already have no lips but go on <laughs> I'm very white so the boyfriend is like, come on, baby. Yeah, come on, baby. Do it. And he's like, all right. So he shrinks himself down. And then you see oh, no. this oh, CGI no. oh, no. massive close-up of a penis head. And oh. then you see the guy crawl into the tip of the penis and he's in the urethra. Oh. And the guy, who's, oh, the guy he, whose penis it is. He's like getting up to like the prostate or something. Yeah. He's like, oh. come on, baby. Find the prostate. Pro- find the prostate. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. But then the guy pauses while he's halfway down the urethra and you can see it like it's inside. And then he sneezes. But whenever he sneezes, he goes full, full, full size again. (gasps) So the guy sneezes and then goes full size size while he's in this guy's penis and just explodes this guy and there is blood and guts everywhere and it's like torso like chest up you can see him but the rest of him is just obliterated it's like jam it is fucked and then he's like upset because he blew his boyfriend up and he's like oh my god no and his boyfriend's fucking dead because he crawled in the dick hole sneezed and then exploded him <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I was there, look, like screaming. Oh, no, I was screaming, as as is popular to say now. I was scrumming. Scrum. Oh, look, I I don't um I don't have a penis. Um, my my particular genitalia is is not that one. But Lord, I ooh, you, you describing that, and I'm like, I'm like. Yeah. I'm like crossing my legs. <laughs> I'm like, oh yep. my god. That's see, that's the way that he kills people. <sighs> is he crawls inside like their ears or their noses or mouths or whatever, and then goes oh, full then size. Boom. But yeah, he oh, was like okay. trying to pleasure his boyfriend and whoopsie oh, doodles. No. <laughs> oh god, no! 
This is why I'm glad I don't have a boyfriend with superpowers. I mean, I don't have a boyfriend at all, but This oh. is why. This is the only reason. <laughs> this is the only reason. <laughs> Just makes me think Ant-Man could do that. I can't have a to. boyfriend. He might explode me. I mean, but yeah, Ant-Man, I think, would have more control over it. It's unless his suit malfunctioned. Yeah. I mean, look, I would be happy to have Paul Rudd crawl inside me. Hey, um, but, oh. Yeah. Oh, Spoiler's know. over. <laughs> but yeah, it was just horrific. Because it took me a second to see what, like, to, to realise what I was looking at. Because mm. he, mm-hmm. he gets his dick out and then it's just literally taking up the whole screen. Is this a huge magnified penis? It's just like his dick hole. Like it was. Does he just? Does he just like? Does he? Cra- does he? Does he crawl in there? Or <coughs> does he get small enough that he can just like leisurely stroll in there? He like like walk. He doesn't squeeze in, but he doesn't walk in. He kind of like oh pulls my. himself in, and it's there's little to oh no my. resistance. And that, that small. Oh, God. and then he's ah. walking Ooh, down like it's a hallway. There could be one in my room right now. There could be one in my room right now. There could I don't be one like in that. you. No! And you wouldn't know. <laughs> please, do, please don't explode my urethra. <laughs> I need that. I need it. It was, yeah, it was horrific. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> I I was in shock because it's, it's the very first episode of the new season. It's one of the very first. Wow. wow. Yeah. So oh this is God. the show that people are recommending to you, Ree. This is what they think you're into. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to do... If anything, this might have helped me kick my cocaine habit. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, he gets put in, while he's really tiny, he gets put into a bag of cocaine and shaken up. So he's fucked. G- good. He deserves it. <laughs> I do not. So, yeah, if you want to watch the boys. <laughs> I don't like this at all. I- oh, that's, that's the nail in the coffin. I don't think I'm ever watching this show. And, like, look, again, I'm... S- I'm someone that, like, you know, I can deal with a lot of body horror. Like, I can. Um, I mean, I'm not exactly uh, making a great case for myself <laughs> right now, I think. But holy hell. It's full Jesus on. It is a full Christ. on show. And look, I do love the show. It's very good. Mm. Um, mm. But I, it's not really one that I would go around recommending to people because it's very um, – a lot can go wrong. <laughs> When you recommend all, all something I like know, that. All I know is is that I know there's a blonde guy that's basically like um, if Nazis created a superhero mm-hmm. or like alt-right guys created a superhero. And I know that there's one that fucks fish or something. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> the, um, Nate from Gossip I Girl. An- no, what? Nate from Gossip Girl likes to fuck fish. He's also a rapist. Oh, and the one that you're thinking of, the Captain America-esque mm-hmm. Nazi one, he mm. likes to drink yeah. breast milk, but from a cup, not from the breast. He likes to be like... <laughs> and he's also... <laughs> it's a weird... And this, this is, again, we, we've said this many times. This is one of those times where I wish we could record this and you could see my face. Reacting to the things that Jace is saying, and also Dennis Quaid's like, son is I in do, it. I, I do a lot of face acting for an audio medium. <laughs> oh, Dennis Quaid's son—he's kind of cute. Yeah, he's good. He plays a, a guy named Huey. Oh, Huey! He's, oh, yeah. Is he like Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son? Yes, he is. 
Yeah. Damn, that boy's got some comes from good, good stock. Genes about yeah. Good genes. I mean, nepotism. He is cute. Look, though. nepotism gets a bad rap, but sometimes it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay. I mean, like some some things can be genetic. Mm-hmm. Like you know, good looks and talent can be a genetic thing. Exactly. I, I get my I get my good looks from my very good looking mother. And apparently I get my singing voice from my great-grandmother who used to, like, perform uh, over in Britain and stuff uh, back when that side of my family was still over there. Um, there's I've seen, like, newspaper clippings about her and shit, which is really cool. Um, so, like, you know, some things can be genetic. It just, you know, uh, if, if you happen to be inheriting the good genetics of people that are already famous, you get a little mm-hmm. bit of an extra leg up. But I, I, don't, I don't hate nepotism babies. I mean, look... Again, we are big Stranger Things fans. Maya Hawk. Maya Hawk. We love Maya Hawk. Um, and <laughs> Maya, we know I, you're listening. We love you. Maya, we, we know you. Maya, hello. Hi, <laughs> we are free are you, on Maya? Thursdays. We are free on Thursday. Do you have <laughs> Joseph Quinn's number? Thank you. <laughs> or Jamie or Jamie Campbell Bower's number. Thank you. Or Joe Keery's number. Thank you. <laughs> also, Just, do you have a phone number? Thank you. Also, do you have a phone number? Thank you. <laughs> Do you have Natalia Dyer's phone number? Thank you. <laughs> Everyone uh, on that show, all the adults on that show are hot. I'm sorry. All, yeah. Do you have Winona Ryder's phone number, Maya? Can you please give me Winona? Give me Winona Ryder's phone number, please, Maya. I love Ford. her. I'm so proud of Winona, her for shoplifting. Yeah. I'm so proud of her for shoplifting. You know what's awesome? She shoplifted from Marc Jacobs and now she's like the face of their current campaign and she's pouring milk on her titties. It's great. Uh, I'm gay. So Kmart, uh, Winona- we know you're listening. Yeah. Call me. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do the Winona Ryder deal, Kmart. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. We we love to purchase things from Kmart legally. Yes. Could you imagine us in a Kmart ad? <laughs> pouring milk on our titties. I don't know with, like, why that would be relevant. <laughs> I don't know why that would be relevant for Kmart. Um, well, let's let's go with Coles or Woolies or something then. So, I, know, I was gonna say for Kmart, it's me pouring like um a Garnier micellar water on my titties. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what I purchase there the most. Me pouring with legal uh, tender. Me pouring several pairs of period undies onto my body. <laughs> Me pouring several pairs of like um, ankle socks, <laughs> just a truckload of hair accessories, just 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 a bunch of men's t-shirts, men's licensed t-shirts. Me peeling bike short after bike short off my body like I'm a pasta parcel. <laughs> Came up bike shorts are fucking great though. That's so good. <clears throat> For legal oh purposes, this I- is a joke. <laughs> This is a joke. Um, I feel. I feel like yeah. I feel like if you and I were going to be in an advertising campaign for anything, Kmart would probably be the best choice because mm-hmm. we both fucking love Kmart. Um, I'm trying to think of other things we would be good at in advertising campaigns for. You definitely some sort of vegan milk or vegan brand of food or something. The Nature's Kitchen, Nature's Kitchen vegan chicken nuggets. Mm. You get the Nature's Kitchen. Vegan chicken nuggets, and mm-hmm. then you get the Sweet Baby Ray's um, buffalo sauce. Yeah. Cook the nuggets, and then just mm-hmm. like put the buffalo sauce over the top, like let it sit for a little bit. Oh my god. <gasps> buffalo nugs. 
divine. Vegan buffalo nugs? Okay, mm. I love that. I, I, when I get paid, I may have to try that actually because that actually sounds really good. It's, it is really good. Really good. I would probably some sort of coffee. It doesn't matter which mm. coffee place. Mm. As long as it's not Glory Jeans or Zarafas, I'm happy yeah. to spruik coffee. Starbucks, call me. Mm-hmm. Call, like, fucking, I'm literally sitting here with, like, two Starbucks branded cups on my desk right now. Starbucks, call me. I unironically love Starbucks. I'm sorry. Me I know too. the coffee is crap, but I just really like Starbucks. Um, I'm trying to think of ones for me. Uh, energy drinks. Hello. <laughs> v, hit me up. Just me. Just pouring V energy on myself. Okay. Here we go. You okay. in a bathtub. Picture this. Okay. Picture this. Uh-huh. All right. Ready? Picture this. Okay. <laughs> I'm pitching it. Yeah. To V. You're picturing me in a bathtub. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> The executives, I have the best idea for you. There's mm-hmm. a podcaster. The name is Re. Re rhymes with V, so there you go. That's something there you can you can work with. There's a bathtub, right? Re okay. is in that bathtub. In this in this, situ- in this situation, I am Mr. V. You're Mr. V. Yep. Go so, on. <clears throat> going. Come in. Hi, hi. So, so lovely to meet you, Mr. V. How are you doing? I, I'm doing great, Jace. How are you today? Oh, incredible, incredible. Uh-huh. Do I have the opportunity for you? Oh, sit right down. Let's uh, let's talk about this. Would you like some cocaine? <laughs> oh, I would love some. Thank you. Just <laughs> slide it on over. You know, yep. this reminds me of that scene in The Boys. Um, <laughs> would you like to take your pants off? <laughs> uh, I think it's a little early in our, in our working relationship for that, Jace, but we'll see how we go. So what, what do you got for me today? Do you like making money? I love making money. I You look like a man who likes to make money. The only thing I like more than making money is uh, making young adults have heart attacks. Well, funny you should say that. Oh, all right. Picture this. 30-year-old podcaster. Uh-huh. Brilliant red hair. Okay. Okay. That's a good contrast with the green. Exactly. I'm liking this so far, yeah. Opposites on mm-hmm. the on the color wheel, so that's very yep. important. Mm-hmm. They're white. Hey? Oh. How do you feel about that? Marketable. As white as the cocaine in front of you right now. Oh, my, wow. That's very white and very marketable. <laughs> All right. You've got me so far. There's a bathtub. Right? This person, Remansel. Huh? Okay. All right. Yeah. Podcaster extraordinaire. Okay. Over 900 followers on Twitter. So, you know. Wow. That, that's, that's some, that's some uh, influence right there. Over 900 followers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Keep going. Lying in the bathtub. But get this. Instead of water, V. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You're getting me. You're getting yep. me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it, really. Like, what more do you want? Now, Sold. this is who... <laughs> wow, you don't even want me to say who this will appeal to. That's all right. Good. Oh, well, I'm, I mean, I mean, look, uh, yeah. What, what's the demographic here, Jace? Okay. Teenage boys. Constantly horny, right? Yes. Can't drink alcohol legally. What can they drink? Energy drinks. Yep. Yeah. No. No, I like I like it. I like Picture it. Picture them outside Quakers Hill Community Centre. Mm. There's an all-ages gig going on. You're speaking my language. Cop shop right next door. Yeah. Can't drink alcohol. Yeah. Chicken shop across the train tracks. Ooh. What does the chicken shop sell other than chicken? Sells V. Sells V. Sells V. They're going to remember that campaign, especially mm-hmm. if they're walking over the chicken shop. Mm-hmm. Picture Ree on the window. They're going to go, fuck, remember that? That yeah. bathtub thing that we yeah. jacked off to like two hours ago? Yeah. Let's get ourselves a V. Bam. 
You've Beautiful. got the teenage boys. Also, housewives. Housewives. Housewives love a bath. They do love a bath. They do love a bath. They- and what's, what's better than a bath with water and bubbles? <laughs> it's, it's bath full of E. Bath full of V, bath full of re. Hey, bath full of V, bath full of re. There we go. That's sold. You got Also, me. my friend Re is really good at making taglines. I don't know if you heard the one they made for Clerks 3. Really good. Oh, you mean there's a third one? Yeah. See? Genius. It just sticks in your head, it doesn't it? It just sticks Clerks in your head. It just sticks in your head. Oh. No, I- I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Yep. Yep, because we haven't really had a chance to corner the housewife market yet and we no. do need to rest the teenage boy market back from Monster. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Monster, never heard of her, hey? Hey! The, the teens are going to go after the V now. Yep. The housewives want to picture themselves in that nice bath. They're mm-hmm. going to go for the V and also yep. it'll help them with all their fucking house work. Yeah. Fucking race car drivers. <laughs> race car drivers. V makes you go fast. <laughs> race car drivers. <laughs> They're going to love it. They're going to love it. Do you need to hear more? Because I've got more, but I don't think that... I think... I think think that maybe we should leave it. I think think it's time for Mr. V to to retire uh, to uh, to, to their their chambers. What? You fucking... You're retiring (laughs) already after I've just pitched this? Retire to their chambers to snort some more cocaine. I don't know why it became a running joke that executives just... I mean... It's, it's not really the truth. Running, it's not really a running joke that executives do a lot of cocaine. They do. I've seen it. I went to my work's end of financial year party last week. <laughs> I know for a fucking fact. Executives, they love cocaine. They fucking love it. They fucking Look, love cocaine. Mr. V, uh, this yeah, offer yeah. is only yeah. on the table until I leave this room. Once I'm out that door, I'm taking this pitch to Mr. Netflix. I have a long-standing <laughs> history with Mr. Netflix. Oh, he not loves Mr. Cocaine. Netflix. And white people my, just as much as you my, do. My sworn enemy, Mr. <laughs> so right now, the offer's on the table until I leave. I'll tell you what, Jace. What do you say? I- I'm taking it. Let- let's make some money. Brilliant. You will not regret this. Do you know how hard it is to act a lo- like act across from you? Do you know how hard it is? <laughs> I can't take myself fucking seriously. I'm pretending to be like this old man that loves to snort cocaine and sell. You know what? It's not even that much of a stretch. Why? Why is it so difficult for me? You can't take yourself seriously when we're doing these bits because I take my role way too seriously when we're doing these bits. <laughs> I think so. We haven't done a bit in a while. I've been very proud of us from for. Uh, Feels good abs- though. Tell you what, abstaining from bits. Uh, well, that that's why you gotta. That's why we gotta make sure the bits are. <sighs> fucking uh, good, man. They're, they're spaced out so people don't get too sick of the bits. I feel like I've just snorted a line of Mr. V's cocaine. I feel so good. <laughs> just make sure there wasn't a tiny man in it, or your head will oh, explode. God. Oh God, I'm fucked. <laughs> he was still in that bag of cocaine, Jace. He was still in that bag. No. <laughs> Oh, anyway, fun. this is this is a podcast where we talk about serious issues and we have mm-hmm. things to talk about and we don't just make shit up on the fly. Definitely. That's no. what this podcast is. Definitely. Very serious podcast where we talk about very serious things. The the other one that I was going to say before um, we got into the Mr. V bit is probably um <laughs> probably like hair dye. I'd be oh. just like just like squeezing bottles of hair dye all over myself. Good day, young. Hit me up. 
manic panic, but yeah. manic depressive. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! There you we go. You put the manic and the panic in manic panic. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I haven't I haven't used Manic Panic in years because that shit's expensive. And it is. you only get a tiny jar of it. I think I've spoken about this before. I actually just use like the like the Schwarzkopf like mm-hmm. bright colours and they're great. They are actually really, really good. I only changed brands recently because um I was in Priceline and they were out of the red. So I spl- I splurged a little bit. I splurged a little bit and Ooh. I got uh, I got good dye young. Uh, I got the shade Rock Lobster, which is their red. Um and then I only realized after I had already put it on my head that this is the exact hair dye that Austin Knight of my, of my favorite uh, Twitter mutual water parks uses. I'm telling him that you're copying him. Uh, he, he, uh, I dyed my hair red before he did. He's copying me. Um, but now you're using his brand. So that's. It's not his brand. Mm. It's just a brand that he has done multiple advertising campaigns with. Anyway, um, I mean, look, if, if this gets me into the, into the ad execs room. A good day young, and I get to meet both Haley Williams and Austin Knight. Uh, there will be some manic and some panic. I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, I will die of both awestruck and horny. Haley Williams, I know you're listening. Um, I'm free on Thursday. Hornstruck. Hornstruck. I am. Free. I'm free on Thursday, and also uh, thank you for the hair dye. It smells really nice, and it looks good. Thank you. <laughs> and also, I'm free. <laughs> Also, I don't think Re mentioned it, but they're free. I'm free. I'm very free. They put I'm the so Re free. in free. Hey, fucking, you're on fire today. Uh, oh, mate, I'm feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> it was that bit. We got to do a bit and now it's I'm all just the co- It's all the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I bought Manic Panic and I mm. used it once, but I bought it because they sell it at the green edge and I wanted to get it from the green edge and cute. I will tell you right now that that tub has gotten smaller. Yeah, it has. It's gotten smaller. It's ridiculous. I started using manic panic, uh, in my, in my teen years when I first started doing crazy shit to my hair, mm-hmm. because that was like one, like the brand. colors, colors weren't as accessible. And that was like the alternative brand. Like, you know, I would go, on Google, and I'd be like, what do emos use on their hair? Just like, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> oh, Manic Panic, because they all fucking use Manic Panic. But let me tell you what, like, it's good quality dye, definitely. But one tub only works if you if your hair is, like, yep. barely shoulder length. Yep. It, there is not enough dye in those things. And yes, it's good quality, but it's very expensive for a very small amount. I would be happy to pay a fair bit for, like, a larger tub or tube of it. Mm-hmm. But it's just at the end of the day, even though it's good quality, it's not necessarily good value for money because I can spend that much money on a like a tube of good dye young that is going to last me twice, three times as long. I can spend yeah. half that amount of money on like a little like Schwarzkopf live brights or whatever they're called. Yeah. That, yeah, I'll only get one use out of it, but it was six bucks. Yeah. It was six fucking bucks. And I am so happy to spend six bucks, like, you know, once every three or four weeks. I can do that. But, like, spending 30 bucks in, like, one go and yeah. only having it last the one go. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tish and Snooki. I'm sorry. Manic Panic is great and iconic and was very important to me as a teen emo. Uh, but, sadly, uh, I, I had to give it up. Couldn't do it. I remember using 
Manic Panic as well as a teen because you're right. That was all that we had. That was all that was available mm. to us was Manic Panic. They sold it. They I remember they sold it at Hair House Warehouse. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'd go to get it. Hair House Warehouse, Price Attack, and then mm-hmm. the fancy alternative shops in Newtown were where you would get yep. it from. But you couldn't yeah, get it like anywhere else. Yeah, Doppelganger. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. get it anywhere else. And you definitely mm-hmm. couldn't get colours at Woolworths. Couldn't go into Coles and get a tube of blue or pink. You can now, no. which is awesome for the you kids. can now. And that, that shit is actually pretty good because, again, it, it is primarily what I use is, like, the shit that you can get from, like, Coles um, for, like, it's, like, six bucks a tube. And, like, it's it's good. It's good shit. Like, it took me forever to get that blue out of my hair. Like, it took me fucking forever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, blue's, blue's a hard colour to shift, but you guys need to remember, I know how to do hair. I've been doing hair forever. I know how to get a colour out of my hair. That fucking blue <laughs> stuck. The only and, like, I'm thing... Using this as, I'm using this as a compliment because, like, usually I've had shit fade out of my hair really... Qu- I've used blues in the past that have faded into this disgusting green colour. That blue, it faded, but it stayed blue. So I will give it I will give it that credit. Like that shit is good. Elsa had at the moment Elsa has three different colours in their hair. I did a fade from that greeny like a turquoise and then mm-hmm. the manic panic bright pink. And then in mm-hmm. the middle I like blended it so it goes from turquoise to purple to pink. It looks beautiful. So fucking good. It looks really good. I love that. And um yeah, Mally's got the pink in the front. I've got red. Mm-hmm. I use this starts with an A. I don't know the brand. I got it from Hair House Warehouse. It's in a white mm-hmm. uh, bottle. And mm-hmm. anyway, it's, yeah, that's, yeah, that shit's lasted me. Yeah. I reckon five reapplications, mm-hmm. which is good. You but... don't you don't necessarily have to go for the name brands. No. But, like, we, we always thought that we did, especially yeah. because that was what was available to us. So we were kind of, like, conned into it almost. And we wanted so bad to be like the emos in my on MySpace. I wanted to be like the cool scene queens so bad. I wanted to be fucking um, Jack Vanek and all the uh, fucking Hannah Beth and all of those scene queens. I wanted to be them so fucking bad. And then I shifted away from that a little bit into more of kind of like, they were still kind of scene queens, but they were kind of like cyber goth scene queens. So mm-hmm. still a lot of the bright hair, but it was it was slightly different. But they all they all used that stuff. Yep. So I was just like, okay, I guess this is what I have to do to be cool. Whereas now I'm just like, I literally eighty percent of my clothes are from Kmart. I buy cheap ass hair dye, mm-hmm. and I still look cool as shit. So fuck them. <laughs> you don't have to spend a lot of money to look cool. You don't, and we're proof of that. We are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing J- Jace is wearing a sad flannel right now from Big W. I'm wearing a Metallica hoodie that I got <laughs> at Kmart. See, you don't have to be. You rich. don't have to spend money to be cool. We're cool, okay? You don't have to be rich to be my girl. You don't have to be cool <laughs> to rule my world. Ain't no particular sign I'm more compatible with. I just want your extra time that was and your shoplifting from Kmart. <laughs> oh, um, do you remember when I had, oh, I feel like my balls just dropped. I was like, do you remember? Um, do you remember when I had the, um, the candy floss pink hair? Maybe yes. like 2013, 14, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was stuck on this one brand 
of colour that you couldn't get in Australia. I looked everywhere in oh, Australia. Oh, no. I can't remember now what the brand was. Colour something. Yeah. What Something colours. It was in a like a purple bottle and the uh-huh. bottles were only quite small. Yeah. So I ordered two bottles from the UK and got them posted over from the UK because that's the only oh way God. I could get them. Wow. And the colour that I got was a purple mm-hmm. and I'd added conditioner to it and mix it up and that's how I got the candy floss pink was buying this oh. purple purple dye adding conditioner and it was a really nice color too yeah because that, that's always been my thing with like pastel colors you don't need to and I say this to I've had a few people that have like asked me about hair stuff and I'm like and they're like oh I want this like light color I'm like cool buy a tube of that in dark and they're like why and I'm like mix that with white, white conditioner, conditioner and it will it will one, be good and you can control the amount of pigment and two, it will last you forever because you don't need to use much of the actual colour. Exactly. If you're just doing it pastel. It lasts like, forever. Fucking, that you can make that shit go a really long way. Like if I still did, if I still, if I was still doing like pastel colours, which I, I did do for a while in my like Tumblr days, mm-hmm. um, I had like very pastel, uh, like purple or blue or pink hair for a while there. Um, yeah, like that's what I would do. And like you really, yeah. But I don't, I don't do pastel anymore. So it, it like, so it's a lot. There's a lot more to do now. But if I was still doing, that, I would still do that. I would even still get like the cheap dye and just mix it with a shit ton of conditioner. And when you mix the conditioner with it, it's so good for your hair too. It's so good. I even now when I even now that I'm doing brighter and darker colors, I still mix some conditioner in there because like when you, it's it's essentially deep conditioning your hair. Because mm-hmm. when I put my hair dye on, I leave it on for like at least an hour. Yeah. I know it says, oh, you only need to leave it on for like 15, 30 minutes. No, I will leave that shit on for like three hours while I'm going about my day and then get in the shower. And yeah, it's great. My shower looks like a bloodbath nowadays. As long as there's no peroxide in it, you can leave it in for as long yeah. as you want. And that's the thing with like semi-permanent colors and like bright colors. There usually isn't any peroxide <laughs> in it. It's mostly like pigment. Yep. Like exactly. permanent colors, permanent colors, there's going to be some peroxide or some ammonia in there. Um, so you do really need to follow the instructions. I'm getting into fucking, <laughs> I'm getting into hairy mode. Hairy. Um, <laughs> fuck off. Um, yeah, this is, this is one of those things that has stayed an interest of mine yeah. for a very long time. And it is something that I actually do know a fair bit about. And yeah. like, I, I always like get down on myself for like not having any like talents you know like things that I'm good at and have been consistently good at um like music is maybe one of them that I you know is one of the few that I've hung on to but then I think about hair stuff and I'm like oh Mm -hmm. I know my shit and I have been doing this for literally half of my life I've been dyeing my own hair since I was like 15 years old yeah and we had to at that age like and I've mentioned before we didn't we didn't have YouTube tutorials about how to do hair. We, it was trial and error, baby. Like, there was a lot of error. <laughs> we get there. like A lot of error. We get there. We know what we're doing. First time I dyed my hair blonde, didn't know a thing about toner. I was walking around with orange hair. Oh, and I was also cutting my friend's hair when I was in high school. They'd mm-hmm. all ask me to cut their hair. Can you cut my hair? Mm-hmm. Can you dye my hair? There was a thing. Like, we'd go yeah. to people's houses and we'd cut and dye each other's hair. I still literally do that now. If I had I friends, friends, I would that, do that. I have friends that have been like, can you come over and do my hair? I will, you know, I'll get you a six pack or, you know, we'll go out afterwards or like, I'll buy you some pizza. And I'm like, you don't even need to do that. I'll just come and do it for fun. But I'm not going to say no to to a six pack or dinner or, you know, getting to go to the pub later and hang out. Like, fuck yeah, let's do that. It's I, nice. It's a nice little thing to do. Yeah. 
I do Michael's hair. I cut and color his hair. I cut and color the kids' mm-hmm. hair. I cut and color mm-hmm. my hair. I yeah. have done Michael's friend's hair in the past. If mm-hmm. I had friends that lived near here, near me, I'm sure mm-hmm. that I would do their hair. <clears throat> Pardon me. 100%. People used to tell me in high school all the time, no matter what you do to your hair, it looks good. And looking back, I'm like, well, no, it didn't. Thank you so much for being kind. But no, it didn't. But it gave me such a huge confidence boost and gave me... Too. Me, me too. Gave me the confidence to try more things, keep going, keep giving it a go. And now I'm quite good at it. Yeah, no. I mean, look, I <clears throat> I, um, I cut my own hair and I have a haircut that is like... It's not, like, super-duper difficult, but it's not easy either. Like, I have a shag haircut, which I do need to trim soon. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm thinking of making it slightly more mullet mm-hmm. for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> um, no, no reason. Um, yeah, like, and, you know, the first time I did that, I was fucking terrified. I was like, this is going to turn out awful. Uh, I did it. And that was also um, when I did um, the bright red again for, like, the first time in probably maybe 10 years. Mm. Like it's, it's actually been a really long time since I've had red hair. Uh, I had a very big red hair phase in my like late teens and early twenties that lasted a fair few years. Um, But I've only just come back to it. And like, I, I was sending you pictures and like posting them online and it came Mm. out fucking incredible. Like I was so proud of what I did. I'll find, I'll find um, one of the first pictures I took of it uh, because I, I did it and I went out that night because I, was, I wasn't going to go out that night, but I was like, fuck, my hair looks so good. I have to go out and show people my hair. And everyone loved it. And I was just like, yay. And I, I, to, to this date, I think that's like the best thing I've ever done with my hair. Like I was so proud of myself. And now like cutting the shag to me is like second nature. I can, I, I do, I frequently do it in the middle of the night with very little lighting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have drunk a bunch of caffeine. Sometimes I have drunk a bunch of other things. Um, and yeah, and it always turns out good. And I'm just like, damn, maybe I just, uh, maybe I've just been doing this for so long that I'm just naturally good at it now, which is really nice. It's nice to just like have confidence in your abilities. And even when I'm like mess up, I look at that and I'm like, okay, so I can see where I've messed up here. One, I will try and not do that again. Two, I know how to fix this and I always fix it. I've never not been able to fix something. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I know it's cool. I'm sorry, I'm talking myself up here. But, like, again, hair, hair is one of those things that I'm genuinely passionate about. And I'm genuinely passionate about yeah. doing my own hair. And it's it's like it's a part of me at this point. It's like a thing. It's a re-thing, the, the doing my own hair. It's good to be able to, to know that you can change how you look whenever you want. Especially you... because I have a personality disorder and I want to do that all the time. <laughs> I can't tell you how often I, I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'm sick of this. I need to do something. Yeah. And then I know that I can yeah. just go into the bathroom and do it and it's not going to look like shit. And it's cheaper and easier than getting piercings and tattoos, which is what I would really like to do. Yeah. But I can't always do that. So this, But this is something I can do right here, right now, and I have the skill set and the ideas to do it myself. And that, it's just nice. It's nice to be able to do that. And, I'm yeah, and, like, I'm sure you feel the same. And I, I do enjoy when we both do our hair and then we're just like hey look what i did it's just yeah. nice <laughs> and we always seem to do it on the same day you'll be like oh my god i cut my hair and i'd be like oh my god you're not gonna believe this <laughs> no literally that's it's happened like three or four times yes. now which i i love it's like oh we're all going through a manic episode right now cool love that it's like our periods have sunk up but it's our manic episodes 
you'll like message me and you're like um so I have curtain bangs now like the when you first did it you're like um I cut myself some curtain bangs and I was like (sighs) yeah like that was the first time I did that that was the first time I did that shag haircut I am gonna find that picture because like it looked fucking incredible like it was a that was a great day for my hair I think that's um again you know we're always bringing this shit back to the same topics but I think that is also a thing that a lot of uh queer kids do especially a lot of queer kids a lot of neurodivergent kids we do just like to fuck up our own hair, don't we? Because <laughs> yep. we don't have control over anything else in our lives. And that's the yep. one thing we can change and know that it'll eventually grow back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The amount of times I've considered shaving my head uh, is a surprising amount. Uh, I don't think I ever will do it because I have a big forehead and a weird shaped head. And my head is tiny also. And I think that would bring attention to the fact that I have a tiny head. And I just like having big hair. Mm. Like that has definitely been my thing the last couple of years is that I just like having big hair. So, yeah. But I have considered it. And if I get to a point where I'm just so utterly sick of it, I may do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I may do it. So, you know, watch this space. The space is my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) I can not wait until my kids get into the cutting their own hair um teenage phase I can't wait yeah I know that our parents hated it oh yeah I'm gonna love it yeah yeah because you're gonna be cheering them on exactly yes you do you yeah and then if they do fuck up you can help them fix it instead of having to go at them for it Exactly. And they've also got YouTube videos, like I said before, that they can watch to know There's what to do. There's a lot more access, as long as they're not watching Brad Mondo, because fuck <laughs> Brad Mondo. He doesn't know what he's talking about, but He doesn't fine. know what he's talking about. I'm pretty sure. Like, sh- I know more than Brad Mondo, and I wouldn't pretend to know as much as he does. Like, uh, how much he pretends to know, is what I mean. I not, feel yeah. like you could do your own either YouTube or TikTok series, which is... Elder Emo teaches you how to do hair incorrectly, but also correctly. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a well, better there thing. Is, there is this tick. There is this, um, I don't want to say TikToker because they do other stuff as well. They also have like their own clothing brand. Um, but there is this person on TikTok I really like. Uh, do you know Madeline Pendleton? Sounds familiar. You should look them up. Um, they're, I think, maybe a year or two older than you. But they are, like, very cool, like, kind of elder, I don't want to say, like, punk or emo, just kind of, like, alternative person. Uh, And they talk a lot about, like, growing up in, like, the 2000s and doing all of this shit to their own hair. And they still do their own hair and they're very cool. And, yeah, check out Madeline Pendleton. They're, like, a cool aunt and I want to be as cool as they are when I'm, like, 36. I'm pretty sure that at one point my mum hid the scissors but not because... I was cutting myself, but because I wouldn't stop doing shit to my hair in the middle of the night. I think my mum has hidden the scissors for both reasons. <laughs> I did. I never, um, I never cut myself, but I did carve a band name into my forearm with Jesus. a compass. Trigger warning for self-harm, guys. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just... um, I did do that and it's not there anymore. Wow. But Wow. I thought about filling it in with ink, decided against it, thankfully. Jace, can you please tell me what the name of the band is? Because I, I I really need to know what the name of the band is. It was a band that I was obsessed with that I found on MySpace. They were a oh small local band from San Diego in California. Uh-huh. 
and they uh-huh. were named Pensive. Oh, I know Pensive. Oh shit! I believe that I <laughs> I gave you EPs and stickers. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Pensive are cool. Fuck they yeah. were my friends, which is cool. Um, oh my god! I do sometimes think about looking them up and seeing where they are now. <laughs> Just like, hey guys, I carved your name into my arm. I never told them that. It's just something that I did. (laughs) Something that I did in maths instead of doing my maths work. Um, Yeah, see, I would would just scribble band names really hard on my books. That was how I got it out. It's much healthier than my (laughs) thing. But then again, I'd never self-harmed with physical stuff in any other way. Mm. So... Yeah, yeah, whereas whereas I have, again, yeah. trigger warning, I have done quite a lot of that and I have a lot of uh, uh, leftovers to show of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was there. I was yeah. there, <laughs> you, yeah. I was there for it. Um, <laughs> I was obsessed with Pensive. I was on their mm-hmm. street team and I would, their street team was like where you would get points and then you could oh, win merch. Yeah. I had oh, I so much merch from all no the things that I did. No one does shit like that anymore. I but know. But then again, you don't, really, you don't really need to do that anymore because, like, social media is such a big thing now that bands can, like, be their own street exactly. team, Exactly. I miss street yeah. team. I was in so many street teams for bands. Like, Oh, yeah. It was so good because you'd get free shit. They'd send you stickers yeah. for nothing. And then you would get points from being on the street team for giving out the stickers. And then you could yeah. own merch. I don't think I ever bought a single pair of merch from Pensive and they were sending me hoodies and T-shirts and stickers. That's and- sick. <laughs> that is sick. That's so cool. Oh, my God. One of them had the same name as my dad. Uh-huh. One of them's name was Julio. And then there was Pat, I Julio. think. And I loved mm-hmm. Pat because we were both really into Stephen King books. And we had the same oh my God. like interest in Stephen King books. And oh my God. listen, Stephen King's a little freak and he writes some weird oh. shit, but I really like it's, his stories. It's like, no, 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 I'm the same. I am I am definitely like, fuck Stephen King, but also fuck, I want to read some Stephen King. Yeah. Which he, which ties back into us loving Stranger Things so yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. There's a, lot of St- there's a lot of Stephen King in that oh, show. Oh, so much. Lot. He released a book in the last few years called The Institute, and it was a really, really, really good book. However, yeah, he was like describing children's like boobs really weirdly and unnecessarily. Yeah. Like you didn't have yeah. to do that, mate. Like, who, why is his editor not being like, "Hey, uh, Stevie, hey Steve, maybe Steve, Stevie, maybe no, honey, this, uh, this kid's eleven. Like, maybe we should not mm. talk about how her breasts are just forming. Uh, maybe that's something we don't need yeah. to." Right I mean, the look, book. I, I mean, look, I don't think I even need to mention the scene in <laughs> it. Mm-mm. The scene. The scene. All I need to do is say the scene in it, and people, people know. All I need to do is say the scene in it. Yes. Um, but I remember when I was a teenager, I was obsessed with the book Misery. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Misery was really fucking. I really enjoyed Misery. That was a great book. Fucked up book, but really good. You mean a book about a woman holding a man hostage and cobbling him so he can't run away? Because he won't finish the story that she wants? That's... You mean that one? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's this author that I love. Her name's Maureen. Whoa. Her name's Maureen Johnson. She has... Maureen Johnson, yeah. She has a book series that she hasn't finished yet. And the thing is, she's alive. She could finish it. And she's still writing other books in other series. But she has not finished my favorite fucking series. And I'm like, 
She's Are you gonna pull a misery on Maureen Johnson. <laughs> Listen, she's so lucky that she hasn't gotten into an accident outside my cabin in the snow. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it that way. She... <gasps> Maureen Johnson, we know you're listening. Uh, finish the books, please. Please finish the name of the star series. Like just for 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 my sake, because I don't want Jace to go to jail. I won't get caught. <laughs> That's a fucking. That is. That is a fucking toxic trait of mine. I think about shit like that all the time. I'm yeah. like, I could kill someone and get away with it. Totally. I could totally do it. Because we've watched so much. Fucking uh, Criminal Minds and shit. Yeah, yeah Criminal Minds. Yeah. And um, I also watched a lot of Crime Investigation Australia when that was on. And there's so many things. Like those shows really show you what not to do. Seriously. They'd be like, he was wearing these shoes that were two sizes too big, but what he didn't realize was that the imprint was fucking showed that there Weird. wasn't enough. Yeah, there wasn't enough. Yeah, foot. tread in the front. <laughs> in the like, not enough foot. That's it. you should do. You should do the tagline for that too. <laughs> Crime investigation Australia. Not enough foot. Not enough foot. <laughs> I fully do, though, think that yeah. I could get away with it. I wouldn't do it. I would be too scared of getting caught, even though I knew I wouldn't. Another one of my favourite books, and people should not be surprised about this in the slightest, is Gone Girl. Not surprised. No, no one is surprised. I fucking Gone Girl is one of my comfort movies that I put on when I am not feeling good and I want to feel nice. I watch Gone Girl. I watch Gone Girl, I watch American Psycho, I watch I watch the fucking Silence of the Lambs, like like I don't want people to doubt that I am a huge like horror movie person. No one's doubting. Because I am. No one's doubting. No that, one's doubting. I, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't know. People I I don't think it's that uncommon to have like really weird uh, comfort media though no like another another comfort movie of mine is the truman show which mm-hmm. can be ex- extremely uh fucking uh if you if you're like neurodivergent if you have any any ounce of like paranoia mm-hmm. or like uh like insecurity that movie can fuck you up yeah. like real bad but i love that movie and i will watch it obsessively and religiously and not just because I want to bang the shit out of Jim Carrey in that, like, specific era of his life. In that specific era. You would bang Jim Carrey in any era of his life. Yes, but, like, 90s Jim Carrey is my favourite. Do not uh, do not misquote me on that, okay? 90s Jim Carrey is specifically the Jim Carrey that I have the biggest boner for. I would take Jim Carrey now because <laughs> it would be the closest thing I can get to 90s Jim Carrey. Uh, I... <laughs> I had some. I can't remember what I was saying now. <laughs> Too busy thinking about nineties Jim Carrey. Mm, dreamy. Too busy thinking about you thinking about nineties Jim Carrey. Mm, dreamy. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> oh my god. I genuinely don't know what I was going to say now. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Jim Carrey strikes again. <sighs> what am I gonna? I don't know. I'm out. I'm. <laughs> I don't know. I think I was thinking about paranoia and like being filmed oh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, I again uh we we are uh big big brother fans on this show. Mm-hmm. I could not do it. 
I could, as much yeah. as I would love my 15 minutes of fame, I don't think I could do it because I don't think I could have people filming everything I did because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be myself mm-hmm. and I would definitely say some shit that I either would regret or not realize that I wasn't telling the truth because my memory is wet hand. In one of the episodes from 2001 Big Brother that I recently watched this week for Marion and Jace the Diary Room, the other podcast, mm. mm-hmm. this is exclusive because this is probably three or four episodes away of that podcast. So you'll be hearing this three or four episodes before we discuss it on the other podcast. Exclusive. (laughs) Gemma showers with her underwear and bra on. And Mm -hmm. another housemate cannot fathom why she's doing that. He's like, this is a house. You should just be acting the way that you would act at home. And she's there going, it's a television show. I am not going to get naked on TV because that's not, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't want to be naked on TV. And he's like, but you're not being yourself. And she's like, I am being myself. I'm just not taking my clothes off on, off on TV. And he just cannot. The the person that I am is not comfortable with being naked on TV. Exactly. That's what she's saying. And this guy is just like, well, you're not being yourself because if you were at home, you would take your clothes off to go in the shower. And she was like, if I was at home, I would not have cameras in my shower. Like, yeah. and he just is not, he just would not get, oh he just God. wouldn't get it. And I was Look, just because you want to get your dick out on national telly, mate, mm-hmm. doesn't mean we all do. That's your prerogative. If you want to do that, do it. She doesn't want to get naked. She doesn't have mm-hmm. to do it. Like, I yeah. don't understand why he was taking it so personally and mm-hmm. saying that she was mm-hmm. being fake. She's like, no, I'm being myself. I'm just not being myself naked. Like, I'm not. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't want to be naked on TV. God, no, no. Just because... I'm, I'm, I'm never being myself when I'm naked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm naked and someone's looking at me, I'm just like... Ah. <sighs> but that's the thing. They say that you forget yeah. about the cameras. Like, people have said, five minutes in, you forget about the cameras. If that's the mm. case, then fuck. I'm fucked. Because the shit that I do and say when no one is watching... Mm. Like, I, I feel like we are ourselves on this podcast, but we are definitely... Yes. Um, tailored versions of ourselves. There are bits. Yeah. There are things that we won't say. Definitely. On the podcast. Definitely. Because we know our sense of humor. I know yours. Mm. You know mine. We know that these things that we say are jokes and we know that they're not, they don't have an ounce of seriousness to them. But we also are aware how things can be taken when you don't know the context and you don't know the person. So it's like, I would say some shit. I would... I would say some shit. <laughs> I would make 50 times more Hitler jokes. <laughs> like, I've joked before about, you know, um, during your editing, you could probably make like a super cut of me like farting and stuff. <laughs> they could that- definitely do that. They could definitely do that on Big Brother. And that they would. would. Be your That's eviction the thing. Package. They, would, they would do a little eviction package and there would be just a solid minute of like highlights of just me farting. For one of the eviction, for one of the evictees, they did a yeah. package of him of every time someone said that he smelt <laughs> and played it at his eviction. And I was just like, oh, my God. That that see, it, that kind of shit would happen to me. It would be like every time I farted or every time I, like, um, checked myself out in the mirror, which would be frequently. And there would sometimes, there'd almost certainly be cameras behind some of those mirrors as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be that kind of shit. And, like, I, you know, I it's not that I... Um, have a problem with uh me well I mean I do like but you know those are things that I do that I don't have a problem with but I don't necessarily want them broadcast on television no no the thing is you don't know how they're gonna cut you they don't know 
you don't know if you're going to be the villain or the good person or the hero or whatever, the comedic relief. You don't know how they're going to cast you. I think I would land somewhere between comedic relief and villain. Honestly. I don't... I don't know if I would be major bitch or, like, just Mm. class clown. Because I feel a lot of tension with jokes. You know this. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very fucking aware. So it would be me. It's like 50% of our friendship. I feel like they would get me in a very serious situation making an inappropriate joke for the moment because I'm uncomfortable. And they'd be like, oh, my God, Jace is at it again. Can't take anything seriously. Yeah, it would be cut badly. Or like, oh, Jace has to make everything about themselves. Mm -hmm. That's how it would definitely be cut. Just me, like, I don't know. Someone would be like, oh, my mom's dead. And I'll be like, well... Lisa, I don't have to see you on television doing this shit. And then, like, I would be like, yeah. ah. and then everyone would be like, oh my God, Jace is so insensitive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. And like, and like also the thing with reality TV is like with, with scripted television and movies and shit, like, you know, if it's a good uh, scripted piece of media, they, they do try and show the character's motivations for things. Whereas mm-hmm. like reality TV, they don't know what's going on in your head yes. because they're not writing you. You are just being you. So they have to write around that and they can mm-hmm. write their own narrative for your actions. And that exactly. is terrifying to me. Exactly. That's the thing. That's what yeah. freaks me out about being on reality TV is that it's not real, but mm. people see it as gospel. They yes, take it as exactly. gospel. And they can edit me however they want. I can be whoever they want me to be. Exactly. That's what fucking terrifies me. (laughs) And, like, if I'm going to have an edited image of myself out there, I would rather it be one that I have curated myself. Exactly. Because I I just want to show off the best parts of myself because yep. I know that there are good parts of me. And like, sometimes I will show off the, the silly things or the embarrassing things because, you know, I'm human and mm-hmm. there are things like that about myself, but you know, I'm not going to necessarily show my deepest, darkest demons or like miscontextualize the things that I do. I am able to put context behind what mm-hmm. I do. If I say something online and you know, maybe it's like not great. Like I can do a follow up tweet and be like, Hey, this is what was going through my head at the time. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm able to take that agency for myself. Like Lord knows, you know, when I'm really depressed or really manic or whatever, I have tweeted some very silly and or fucked up things, but you have the context there of like knowing that I'm going through something clearly mm-hmm. and you can usually piece that together. Whereas like if someone else was editing me, they wouldn't necessarily have that context because one, that one, they don't know me intimately as a person and two their motivation is to make entertaining television my mm-hmm. motivation is to just be the version of myself that i want to put out into the world because that's the version of myself that ultimately i want to be yeah i want exactly. to be the best version of myself so i'm that's what i want people to see and i don't think there's any shame in that no i think that's totally fine that's why i kind of get a little bit annoyed when people are like oh on social media if you're only posting your highlights and you're only posting the good bits so what? So what if someone's yeah. only posting the good bits? You don't get the family photo album out and then have no holiday snaps and it's just fucking grandma dying in hospital. Like you don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And that's not to say that we never post 
our low points. Yeah. I I know I fucking do. You can go through my Twitter and you can see me at my absolute lowest. You can see me, you know, when my grandfather died. You can see me when I've uh, been broken up with. You can see me when I've had a bad time at work or when I've just been in a really depressive time because mm-hmm. I, I talk about it. I like to talk about it because I think it's important to talk about it. But I'm only going to put out there what I'm willing to put out there. And I exactly. have the control over that. And I think that's important. And also, people are always like, the internet's forever. Don't put anything on the internet that you don't want to be around forever. So what is it? Don't put anything on the internet that you don't want to be around forever or put everything, even the bad stuff on the internet, on the internet so people know that you're not being fake. Yeah. You're allowed to be exactly whatever you want to be on the internet, you know? I think as long as you're not using that uh, to, to hurt people or manipulate people, mm-hmm. like, then that's fine. If If... I, I think if you're being something that isn't yourself on the internet as a means of manipulating people, then yeah. that is fucked. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just presenting the self that you want to present on the internet, I think that is totally fine. And that's what I do. And like, yeah, I, I post my low shit because I want people to see it and I want people to understand it. Yeah. Because we do, you know, as much as we tell a lot of stupid fucking jokes on this podcast, we do talk about mental health and we do have mental health issues and we want people to take mental health seriously and show that we are people Mm -hmm. you know we are not just these things about ourselves but i think it's important to like show show the sides of yourself that you want to show Mm -hmm. and do it in the way that you want to do it and i for one personally i can't speak for everyone but i don't have a problem with showing my low points because i think it's important for people to understand me and where i'm coming from I think it's important for people to understand, you know, that I go through this shit, that I, you know, I live with a disease in my brain mm-hmm. that makes my life a living hell every day. You know, as much as, as much as, you know, I'm happy and jokey and like I talk my shit on here, I live with this thing in my brain that makes my life a living hell. And I want people to understand that and be able to like see me as a person, like empathize with it instead of seeing, you know, BPD or ADHD or whatever as this fucking monster. Because as, as much as it fucks me up, I'm still a person. Yeah, exactly. I am also very open about things, not everything. I don't put everything online, especially things to do with my kids. Like I'll put funny things that they say, but I won't put things about like their diagnoses or their things that they've, you know, I'll never fucking try and get attention off their things. I'll put my shit out there. I know that you're very good with also checking with them that they're comfortable with whatever you're putting out there about them. Whatever I post about my kids has been approved by the kids. And yeah. if they change their mind, I delete it. So if there's like a mm-hmm. post you see that you've seen and then I delete it, it's because they've changed their minds and they don't want it up there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to do and that. They have every right to do that, yeah. Exactly, because mm. they're their own people. I don't own them. But yeah. I will put my shit out there. I'll put my low points. Um, mm-hmm. And I've had people, especially with my physical disability, I've had people message me and say that they are – so thankful that I've been so open about my struggles with chronic pain and using mobility aids and stuff like that and that's it's not why I do it but Mm. a bonus to posting about that kind of stuff is that other people see it and they kind of feel better like when yeah. Selma Blair went to the award ceremony and used the walking stick, that meant so fucking much to me. Because at the time, I remember I was using my stick to get from the fucking bedroom to the living room. I was using it all the time. I only use it occasionally now, but I was using it all the time. And it meant so much to me that she was there looking beautiful with her walking stick and wasn't ashamed of it. And it... Yeah. 
and and she wasn't bringing attention to it like look at me I have a walking stick she was just mm. there she was just using the mobility aid that she needs to get around yeah. and I saw that and I was so touched because I so many people were like she's gorgeous look at her she's beautiful and yeah. walking yeah. around with a stick wasn't an issue and I get really self-conscious about using the walking stick because I get a lot of looks I get a lot of people for some reason thinking that I'm appropriating old people culture uh like (laughs) like a lot of old people can't fucking stand that I walk around with a stick and they don't see that I need it they don't because they don't feel what I feel yeah but just to see someone out there doing it yeah it just felt really good and then people come to me and say that me being so open with it has helped them look at their own disabilities in a different light it's like holy shit like I'm not a disability advocate or any like you know yeah. anything like that, yeah. um, or activist or anything like that. I'm just like a person living my life as authentically as I choose to yeah. on the internet, and it resonates with people. And that's why mm. I post sort of not my low points, but just you know things that aren't super happy holiday snaps yeah. and things like that. And like at the end of the day, that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast is because we wanted to have a medium in which we could tell our stories, whether they be our stupid stories about silly, stupid things that we've done um, or our stories about, you know, how our mental and physical health issues have affected our lives. Yeah. And, you know, whether people are connecting with us uh, through my fart jokes or whether they're connecting (laughs) with us through you, you know, talking about using a mobility aid. Like, I just love that we get to connect with people and, you know, I get to have a part of myself out there that I'm you know, really proud of. Even when it's my low points, I'm still proud of myself. Yeah. And that guy doing burnouts is really proud of me too. <laughs> I think they're probably more proud of themselves than they are of you, but let's just, <laughs> let's choose to believe that they're proud of you. Yeah. I also think that there's a difference between lying about who you are online and just leaving things out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That, that's that's kind of the original point that I was getting at, you know. Like, you're allowed to be the version of yourself that you want to be online because, you know, no one has the right to mm-hmm. 100% of you. You don't owe anyone anything. Yeah, you don't owe anyone anything, you know. No one, no one has that right to you except for yourself. And because you have that right to yourself, you have the right to put out of yourself what you want Mm -hmm. I think that's really important and Mm -hmm. that's one of the things I really like about social media yep then you get people like you know bow wow who are taking photos of other people's private jets and being like just on my way in my private jet like that is a bit like (laughs) okay like all right mate there's a difference between being like this is my car look at me on the bonnet of Mm. my car and just yeah, I just there's a difference between lying and omitting things. <laughs> there we go, precisely, definitely, and I, yeah, I think and yeah, we we all have the right to omit what we want to omit, and I think it's really important. And something that I hate is this huge uh, push. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's a huge push, but I keep hearing things about like you know. Um, governments and stuff wanting people to have to register for social media under their real name and like upload ID and stuff to be able to use it that's fucked that is fucked Mm -hmm. um you know I don't necessarily like 
I say I don't necessarily want to have my real name out on the internet. I've, I've tweeted it several <laughs> times. People, if, if you pay attention, you know what my real name is. You know that my real name is not Re. Re mm-hmm. is what I go by socially. Um, I don't have a huge problem with my real name. I don't hate it. I used to hate it. Um, I've come to this kind of like acceptance of it. Mm. I don't like to use it in my everyday life, but I'm not against the idea of using it. It's just, it's very dependent on the context. Um, but I would hate to have to only be allowed to have social media under that name because it would not feel like me and it would not feel like the me that I want the world to see. Yeah. I hate my given name. Yeah. I don't identify with it. Yeah. If I was forced to use that name, I I would have several breakdowns. <laughs> I don't know how I would, I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. that name is dead to me. I don't use it unless I absolutely have to, like on official government things and yeah. I, I've, stuff I like think, that. I think I've I think I've made this joke before. Your your dead name is your dead name. Mine is my zombie name. It's kind <laughs> it's kind of dead, but it still shuffles around yep. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm okay uh, with that, yep. and that's what I'm okay with, and that's my choice. And everyone that's it. everyone has the right to that choice. Exactly. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I think this on is that a good note, point. yep. <laughs> I believe I have a question to ask you. Oh, here we go. Re, yes, Jace. Even though I described in vivid, vivid <laughs> detail a man shrinking himself down, crawling I inside really the urethra of another man, sneezing and then exploding face. him, I really wish people could have seen my face during that whole story. Do you still like me? I do still like you. <laughs> I never want to think about that again, but I do still like you. <laughs> Fuck, um, Jace. I will send you a picture. Don't. Um, Jace, Jace, <laughs> I have yeah. a question for you. Um, even yeah. though even though I have never interacted with any form of Kevin Smith's oeuvre, <laughs> do you still like me? Of and, course I still like you. And can like I still you. come see Coloxory with you? Yes, you can. I would, never, I would never force you to mm-hmm. interact with any form of media you didn't want to because I know that it would not end well for me. No, and it wouldn't end well for anyone. <laughs> yes, I still like you. You can still come see Clark's 3 with me. Yes! There's a third one. There's a third one! <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod and you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Re, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel and you can find Jace on Instagram at Jace.Cordova and on Twitter at Jace Cordova. Thanks for listening. <laughs>